Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So I want to talk to you guys about something that I personally am just, I guess, tired of (laughs) and that is people pleasing. I'll admit, you know, again, all the time, I'm going to just come from my own experience and talk about what I deal with, but I know I have a tendency to be a people pleaser um, and focus on what people think about me. Um, A lot of times, I think it also stems from kind of projecting what I think people think of me or think of the things that I do. Um, You know, for example, with this podcast, and I've said this to you guys before, you know, I've always wondered uh, whether or not there's actually listeners out there <laughs> listening to me. Um, and, you know, what are people saying? Because, you know, sometimes people are uh, a little shy to write a review, I guess, or to comment. Um, I do receive your DMs. Um, I have received your your listener letters. Um It would be nice (laughs) if you guys would leave a a comment on, you know, uh, what is it? Not podcast. What is the thing called? I'm about to call it iPods. But, uh, you know, if you have an Apple phone and you use the podcast uh, app on there, uh, for some reason right now I'm drawing a blank for what it's called. But, you know, if you left a, a review You know, it kind of just provides me with feedback on what you guys are thinking. But for me, the biggest thing has just been, are there listeners? Are there somebody, you know, leaving? And it's because you're just wondering if you're doing the right thing. You're wondering if the content you're putting out there um, is what the people want to receive. And for me, I've really just had to trust the process. You know, I've really had to to trust that this is really what God wants me to do and whatever he drops in my spirit to kind of share and talk about is what I talk about on here. And so I think it's been well received, but um, that's something that has held me back from doing a lot of things because I'm so concerned about what people think. And as a a, a Christian, a, a believer, I've I've struggled with that in life as well because it's like oh you know well we are representations of God in the earth and how we carry ourselves how we present ourselves it's important because in whatsoever we do we're bringing it on to his glory right um but I feel that Christians in general Uh, have a tendency to kind of use the Bible to beat other Christians down. And for me personally, I'm, I'm over it. (laughs) You know, the question runs through my head, you know, why would a non-believer want to become a believer with the way that we treat each other? You know, how we judge or, or cast judgment upon one another for what we do you know we'll tell a non-believer oh come to church just as you are um but even for those who are already in the church because you know they may wear a skirt that's too short or you know a top that's too low 
we ridicule them or even the the, the non-believers that we invite to church and say um, uh, there's this this joke where a girl came to the church and the <laughs> the pastor I think it was the pastor or the deacon deacon said to her uh, oh pray about what you're going to wear so she came back wearing the same you know type of outfit again and they were like didn't I tell you to pray about what you're going to wear to church and she said um or uh or she said didn't I tell you to ask God and she said I did and um okay what did God tell you and she said that God said I don't know I've never been there <laughs> I mean sometimes we I, I probably messed the joke up and I'm sorry if I did but basically my point is is that we have all of these man-made rules and traditions and regulations that we try to give people um and we we pull them out of scripture and it's the interpretation that we give and but we use the scripture to justify the rule that we came up with with trying to keep people to be this certain way and to me that's that's not bible even when you want to say oh well as a christian if you do something publicly um i'm that gives me right to correct you publicly no <laughs> You can still go to your brother in private and talk to them about something um, or have a discussion about, you know, what it is that you think is incorrect or flawed. And, and one of the things that really brought me to wanting to talk about this today is how some Christians turn such a beautiful event into such an ugly display of judgment and um so I was on Instagram and I was scrolling through and I came across Kevin on stage's uh post about uh Chandler Moore and he was you know commenting on the comments that people had about one of the posts that he put about just getting married of him and his wife and in the picture they're dancing but the the dance that they were doing, it looks like she was twerking on him. Now, they're married. Let's just put that out there. They are married. There is nothing wrong with them doing that. I, I Please tell me where's your justification in saying that they were wrong and that was inappropriate. Inappropriate to who? It was at their wedding. They were dancing. There's dancing done at a wedding. There's celebration done at a wedding. How is that inappropriate? It's not like they were taking their clothes off and <laughs> making a, a, a video. It was a photo booth picture or a boomerang, whatever, of them enjoying themselves at the fact that they just committed in front of God and in front of their friends and family that they were going to join in covenant and they are excited about it. What was wrong with that? Why did we turn such a beautiful moment for this couple into such an ugly display of ridicule? Like, I, I don't understand. And why do people who don't even know this man personally feel like they have the right to to say anything? Uh, hello, he who without sin cast the first stone. Like, you, you want to use Bible and say, oh, you know, I, I, I did troll through some of the comments. I'm not even going to lie. 
And one of the comments I came across, there was uh, a person or a commentator who was um, defending them and was saying, if you don't like it, unfollow. And another commenter commented on their post, on their comment by saying that um, you don't just unfollow, quote unquote, or walk away. Um, you do say something about it to try and give uh, a word of correction. Um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing what the person was saying, but basically they tried to read this commenter by saying that, you know, you little girl and, you know, you don't know any better. And that's all I'm going to say, like one of those drop the mic moments. And I'm just like, you ain't dropped the mic on anybody because you're trying to justify you having a right to say what this person is doing. You're nothing but a Pharisee or a Sadducee, in my opinion, because it's just like how the Pharisees and Sadducees had so much to say about what Jesus was doing and how what he did was so unconventional to their rules and regulations and traditions that, you know, here it is, there's the, this, this young couple that is just showing that they're having fun. They're doing this in, like, they got married, yo, like, can we understand that, that they got married and can do whatever they want to do? What is wrong with that? What is wrong? Like, I'll admit when I was in high school, I was on my um, the the high school newspaper and I actually wrote and I kept the article, too. Um, I wrote an article about PDA, public display of affection, and I was saying how it was tacky. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, but these are high schoolers. Well, nobody at my high school married as far as I know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but these were high schoolers who was just slobbing each other down in the hallway. And I was just like, yo, this is not the back of your mom and daddy station wagon. Like, go get a room. Like, nobody really wants to see that while they're walking from first to second period. Like, come on. Like, but that was high school. These were young teenagers full of hormones that didn't know how to keep their hands to themselves. And this wasn't even me writing as a Christian to the other Christians or to the non-believers. This was me just saying, oh my gosh, y'all public display of affection is just too much. Like, Okay, hold hands, peck each other on the cheek or on the lips, whatever. But some of what y'all are doing is like more than PG-13 in the hallways. Let's stop that. But again, these were high schoolers. These were unmarried people that I was talking about. And to be quite honest, I could have just stayed in my own lane and mind my own business. You know what I'm saying? But it was an opinion article. I was writing my opinion. This is, you know, country where there is free speech. So that's what I was doing. I was exercising my editorial rights. <laughs> um, and I guess, you know, for people who want to comment on uh, Chandler Moore's uh, picture, that's their freedom of speech and their right to. And you are entitled to your opinion and how you feel. But when you start casting judgment um, and and start wishing poorly on somebody's marriage and 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 saying that they're not going to make it, that, that's that's not correction. That is hate. <laughs> that is trying to curse 
a, a, a union, what God has joined together, you you are wishing ill and bad upon them just because you disagree with a post that they put up that you feel because it ain't really about how you feel. They have the Holy Spirit in them just as much as you do. And if the Holy Spirit didn't convict them about taking that picture for them to take it down, what weight do you hold? I, I think that's the problem with some of us is that we try to put ourselves in this place of judgment. You are nobody's judge. In fact, the Bible says that with the same measure that you judge, so ye shall be judged. The same measure. Like, really think about that. With the measure that we go around judging other people about the things that they do, that same measure is going to be added back onto you. And I'm not going to say that I have not fallen guilty um, or don't fall guilty from time to time for being judgmental about stuff. But I have to catch myself and I'm like, Lord, check my heart because who I, I don't want you using this measure on me. So let me be mindful. Bible says to, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Like if you put yourself and I, I get it. If you put yourself in their shoes, you'd be like, I would have never done that. Okay, but look back in your history. Is there anything that you've done that's close to that? And the things that you're saying about them, if somebody said that about you, would you feel good about that? Would you want that? Because that's what it means to love your neighbor as you love yourself. If there's something that you wouldn't want done to you, you shouldn't do that to other people. And it's <laughs> it's unfortunate because we, I'm going to say me, because I can only speak for myself. It's unfortunate because I, I think about, when I see stuff like that, I think about myself and how much I have allowed myself to be put in a box by the unsolicited opinions of other people and, and even, you know, my own self to put myself in a box or to live in condemnation because of how I feel somebody's going to perceive me. I can't live my life to please you, okay? I, first of all, I should not live my life to please you because the only person that has a heaven or hell to put me in is God. And I should live my life to please him. The word of God says, and whatsoever you do, do it unto the glory of the Lord, not unto the glory of people. You know, um, that is who I'm supposed to be trying to please is, is God. And, you know, that is such refreshing revelation and freedom for people who are so caught up in a, how other people feel. And and I, like I said, I'm one of them. I have been one to be concerned about how somebody thinks about something that I wear or how I do my hair or, you know, pictures that I post. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, I have given too much authority and power to people that I don't even know. And yes, are we to correct because the the scripture of of the Lord is is living and breathing and it is good for for correction and rebuking and for teaching? Yes. But did the Holy Spirit tell you to go and speak? Did were you given uh, an assignment to go and say something about something that somebody does? Or is that your own flesh rising up? Is it because you, because of your own insecurities, when you saw that post, you felt some kind of way and and now you want to ridicule or you want to correct or rebuke them for what they were doing? Because honestly, in my opinion, 
Um, and yes, I am a believer. <laughs> yes, I, I do believe in the word of God. And with that being said, I saw nothing wrong with that picture. I saw two people who were celebrating like, oh, we finna get it on tonight when all of this is over because we are now at liberty to do so because we are married. Point blank, period. This is one of the reasons why I feel like a lot of women, especially in, in marriage, um, struggle sometimes, especially the virgins. If you, you know, were able to wait on some marriage to 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 get, you know, to have that moment. Um, why a lot of young women who are virgins when they get married, that they kind of struggle because it's like all your life. All their life, they have been told, oh, wait until marriage, you know, remain chaste and all this other stuff. And then it's like the night before the wedding, this is when you have everybody telling you, oh, yeah, be a be a lady in the streets, but be a freak in the bed. And it's just like, wait, hold up. I don't even know how to be a freak in the bed because I've been so guarded up until this point all anybody has ever told me was to wait until marriage and not to watch this and not to do that that they don't even know what they like like there is no and I'm not gonna say none at all because every you know household is different how you raise there's some Christian mothers who take the time to explain that kind of stuff to their daughters my daughter is only you know 10 years old and you know but she's going through these emotions and I am doing my best <laughs> to kind of guide her and to create an atmosphere where she feels freedom to come and talk to me and ask me questions about the emotions that she's feeling because she's going through puberty right now. Um, she she's having all these different emotions. She's, you know, arguing with her brother more. <laughs> But I'm trying to create an atmosphere where she feels freely to talk to me, to talk to me about boys. Like we just had a conversation the other day about this where, you know, she expressed to me that she she loves love and she wants to help people find love, but she doesn't want love for herself. And I was like, wait, hold up. Why you don't want love for yourself? And she was saying, well, because, you know, with the videos that I watch and she was like, maybe I shouldn't watch them, but like or not videos, but the shows that she watched because she loves love. So she watches those kind of shows. She was like, the girls get their heart broken by boys. She was like, that's all boys do is break your hearts. And I don't want my heart broken. And I was just like, Sky, I said, I don't want you to get your heart broken either, babe. Um, but it may happen. But you can't be afraid of getting your heart broken that you don't allow yourself to be loved. You know, um, and that's one of the reasons why we go to God and, and, and ask the Holy Spirit to help us in the selection of our friends and the people that we are around so that, you know, we don't let people into our lives that would hurt us. But sometimes those people are necessary for growth. Like I had to have this conversation with her, you know, and I do plan on having an open conversation with her uh, about sex and, and to talk about those different things because it was very taboo in my house. And because it was so taboo in my house and because, you know, um, and, and I understand why it was so taboo in my house, because my mother had my oldest brother at the age of 15. She didn't want that happening to me. And so I it was constantly Hannah, wait, wait, wait until marriage, you know, before you engage in that. But there was no explanation. There was no, you know, when you engage in this, you're you're actually giving a piece of yourself to somebody. There was no conversation like that. It was just you don't do this. Well, um, unfortunately for me. 
and I won't say unfortunate because I learned from it, but um, I ended up losing my virginity at 20, you know, um, and I didn't tell my mom until I was engaged to be married with Anthony. And it, and the way that I told her, um, it was kind of hurtful, but she and I were having a disagreement because she wanted me to wear uh, a veil over my face she was like it represents purity and I was just like I don't want to wear the veil over my face I'm just gonna wear it in the back and she was like no you need to wear it over your face because you know this is it shows purity and as you walk and I was like well I'm not doing it because I'm not <laughs> and she was like what and it that that's how it came out I was frustrated with her trying to force me to do something but I didn't want to walk down the aisle with a lie like no I the veil was removed. It, it's no longer there, so we're not going to wear it. But, you know, and that was hurtful to my mom because she was like, you didn't tell me, I, you know, what happened, who was it with? Like, now she's asking all the questions, but I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, you didn't create a space for me to talk to you about it because it was so taboo, you know? And so, and yeah, there's just a lot with that. And I don't want that for my daughter. I don't want that for young girls where now they're struggling with trying to understand all of that. And I feel like when we make comments about a married couple, you know, showing their love and affection for each other through a dance, it's not even like it was like this sensual dance that made the people in the room feel uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure everybody in the room was like, Hey, yes, you know, supporting them and, and, and celebrating them. Um, <laughs> But that's not what we did as Christians. And I'm just saying we because we are the body of Christ. And, you know, unfortunately, just within a family, sometimes you're going to disagree with your family members about stuff that they say or they do. And, you know, respectfully to my sisters and brothers out there who agree that that was inappropriate, I disagree with you. I still love you. I still think that, you know, <laughs> it. it that's your opinion. That's your thought. And maybe you need to talk to the Lord if you haven't already about what exactly do you find inappropriate about that? And if he found that inappropriate, because I don't I don't see where that was. And I just feel like we spend so much time putting people in a box in our own little box and want them to be like these robots. And that's what we're showing to the world. Like there's this this list of rules and regulations to be a Christian and that couldn't be further from the truth this is a progressive faith walk it's not a perfectionism walk none of us are perfect you know what I'm saying we all fall short and so this is what we have to show we need to start showing the realness to the world of who we are in Christ and that you can still have fun. And, and it's not like, Oh, no more fun allowed. Or the fun is only limited to the bedroom. Like, no, you can go out. You can, I, I can go out with my husband to a salsa dancing class. And if anybody has been salsa dancing, it is a, it's very sexy dancing. And if I want to record us being sexy with each other and post it on my Instagram and be like, hey, black love, relationship goals, you know, marriage partnership strong. Like if I want to do that, that's my business. Let somebody come and tell me, oh, this is inappropriate to be posting between you and your husband on on Instagram or on social media. Why is this inappropriate? I'm showing other couples, hey, you can have fun 
in your marriage at our age after you have kids there's nothing to hide there's nothing that you know you can't do anymore I mean it's just there's this ongoing debate even with the clothing that we wear that's why for me like seriously yes I know that I will dress up if I if need be like at, at my job I well I've been working from home so my my work attire has been pretty much very casual but at work my work attire in the office is business casual so yeah I get business casual for for work um and so some people would probably say oh well you get dressed up for work but you don't get dressed up for church no because I could come as I am to church God don't have no dress code my job has a dress code that's not me having more respect for my job than I do for God God is like Hannah I don't have no dress code I want you to come as you are matter of fact I want you to be comfortable enough so that while you in the house praising me the same way you would if you was inside of your house the four walls of your house um that you can still praise me that way when you get to church so no you're not gonna find hannah in no heels at church or in no suit at church because that's not me i'm not gonna dress up and pretend to be somebody i'm not just to make other people at the church feel comfortable or you know for them to look at me be like oh that's a nice outfit no I'm finna come in my converse or chucks whichever you want to refer to them as in my jeans and you know maybe a nice blouse or sometimes a t-shirt sometimes a hoodie but I'm gonna be comfortable when I go now when God says that he got a dress code for church then maybe I'll dress differently but last I checked he ain't had no dress code he said come as you are he says I, I don't care about the outward appearance I care about your heart so I'm always come with my heart because my heart needs to be checked every single day. And some of y'all need to check your heart with these judgments that you casting on people because of what they wear. Now, I get it because this is something that some some young people don't understand. Um, and so I'll use uh, me being vegan as as an example. So if I tell you that I'm vegan and it you know but I don't mind and I don't I'm not one of those vegans who has a problem with my non-vegan friends eating meat in front of me it doesn't bother me um and that could be because of the fact that I became vegan due to health not because it was like advocacy for animals um since being vegan and watching documentaries that has changed for me where it's just like hey if I can encourage you to try veganism and you like it all right but I don't push it on anybody and I don't mind people eating it in front of me but there are some people who do mind and they're you know I've had I've even heard some vegans be like no we can't eat together because I can't watch you eat meat like it it bothers me and so if I had a friend like that, um, that it bothers them to the point that they're casting judgment on other on the people that do eat meat, then that's when you make the decision, okay, I'm not going to eat. And I can't remember where the scripture is in the Bible specifically about that, but it talks about how, you know, you can eat whatever, but if what you're eating is going to cause your brother to sin, then you shouldn't eat it in front of them. It's not a matter of arguing, oh, this is clean, this is unclean or whatever, because it's not what you put into the body that makes you unclean. It's what comes out of the body that makes you unclean. And so 
But if what I'm doing causes you to fall into a place of sin, I mean, to sin, to cast judgment or something like that, then yes, that would be the problem. Um, you know, and that's when you, you, you would adjust yourself accordingly. But that's not to say that what you're doing is wrong. And so, you know, maybe in that regard, that post being up because for some of you it's causing you to go into a place of judgment is causing you to go into a place of sin that for that reason, maybe they would need to take the, the post down, but you could simply unfollow. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I, I, I just feel like we need to just love each other more. And when I say that, I'm not saying that we can't correct one another, but we can correct one another in love. And it's not love to wish bad on somebody else because of something that they're doing. And there was a lot of ugly comments that were left on his page that were not godly. That's not, that would not have been cool. Not with the Jesus that I read about, you know, um, that wouldn't be cruel, cool. You know, with the Jesus who sat amongst the, the sinners and broke bread with them and, and went to their house and, you know, and fellowshiped with them. That, that's not... I don't believe that that's pleasing to the Lord. And in that regard, you should check yourself. But it's it's posts like that, not his posts, but the comments that were made towards his posts. It's comments like that that just make me say, I'm so over trying to please people because you can't please people. They love you today and hate you the next. And a prime example of that is Jesus, because at one point they were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And then the next they were shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And if they said that about Jesus, what makes me any different for about them saying it about me? So it's like, I yes, I will continue to love my neighbor as I love myself. I will continue to, you know, think of others more highly than I think of myself. Um, I'm going to do my best to be at peace with all people like the Bible tells me to. But at the same time, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live the life that God has blessed me to live. And I'm going to continue to look to him for um, direction and guidance because the Bible does said, you know, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lead not into thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to trust in him and I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to guide me in the things that I do. Um, and I think just like Tabitha Brown said that, you know, the <laughs> my life is a reflection of how God loves me and how he takes care of me. So I, I'm not going to be worried about what other people think because I, I pretty much will be locking myself up in a prison uh, for the rest of my life, if I focus so much on pleasing people when they're so finicky, they love you today and hate you the next, you know, they put you up on this pedestal. And as soon as you do something they don't like, they knock you down. And I feel like that's exactly what people are trying to do right now is, is knock somebody down because of something that they did that they deem as inappropriate and then want to use God as their justifier. So anyways, <clears throat> I say all of that to say this, live your life according to what God's word says and to what God wants you to do. He has given us the Holy Spirit to be our comforter and our guide. And all we have to do is look to the Holy Spirit to guide us in the decisions that we make and the things that we do. He convicts us. He is that still small voice that tells us 
what is right and what is wrong. And that is the only person that we need to be listening to. And the only person we need to please is God. And so I'm going to do my best to shed off my tendencies of wanting to please people and have people be pleased by the things that I do because I want to walk in freedom and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So I want that. I I want to walk in freedom and not, and no longer allow myself to be held in captive captivity by the unsolicited advice and opinions of others, especially those that I don't even know. So Anyways, I hope you guys got something out of the podcast today. It's always my prayer that you do. Um, And I would love for you to connect with me on either Facebook uh, at Hannah's World, Instagram at Hannah's World 00 uh, on, you can send your listener letters to uh, Hannah's World uh, 00 at gmail.com. And to my YouTubers out there, go ahead, click the like button, click share, click the notification so that you can get the drop on the email. I'm sorry, on the uploads. Um, but until next time, peace out, world.